welcome to another gorgeous episode of the Momos and the Appas, a podcast discussing the Avatar universe's folklore episode by episode. We are your hosts, Eric Lefebri, Dr. Amber Jones, and Jessica Tercero. We are continuing our journey through Avatar The Last Airbender. We're in book two Earth. We're coming to some of the most important episodes. We're on chapter 16, Appa's Lost Days. In this chapter, <laughs> this episode so, is all about Appa um, from Appa's perspective, yes. which yes. is um, great and so important and um, a fucking heavy episode. Uh, the heavy. tears it's... from this episode um, what bring a tissue box because holy shit. Yeah, honestly, like this yeah. episode in last, um, if you yeah. ever feel like emotional backup, these are your emotional uh, prunes, if you will. <laughs> they yeah. will clear you the fuck out. Mm-hmm. They really will. So, th- so this this episode essentially starts uh, in the same place we last saw Appa, which was, I believe, at the end of the library from a few episodes yes. ago. Yes. Yes. And so we watch as Appa gets kidnapped, and this is essentially everything that's happened in the time that we have been away from Appa while yes. they've been on the hunt and have inevitably landed in Bossing Say. Mm. Um, we watch Momo's journey as they make their way to Bossing Say as well mm-hmm. in a completely different context and a context that is uh, so emotional and sad and frustrating. And it's just, yes. it sucks. Like it's, I get it. Yes. I understand why we're doing it. It's just really hard to watch. Yeah. Yes. It's hard to watch. Um, we we have learned that it's been a month that Appa's been gone, which is significant. That would drive anybody like crazy, not knowing if their like loved one is okay for all of that time. I do remember my very, very, very first time watching the series. I think I was half paying attention until I saw them kidnap Appa. <laughs> Yeah. And like <laughs> and I think after that I remember being like, What what no no yeah. what is how is this happening? And and so I still remember like you definitely feel it with Aang when you see him leave. Mm-hmm. And so we've gone through so much, like you know, we talked about how like Aang was really pissy for a really long time, uh rightfully so. Um, we've uh, gotten into like a whole um, intrigue in Bossing Say, and now we get to see what was happening in all of that time. Like, yeah, our our, our main gang, our heroes, have been distracted by things, um, and it's so interesting to now see this from Appa's perspective, and. Yeah, um, there's also so many really nice foreshadowing things. I'm always impressed by shows' um, ability to put in like little Easter eggs for you to find on the rewatch that have to be there for the rewatch. Um, 
case in point. So if you think back to um, the episode, The Desert, right after the library, after like Appa has just been taken and they're freaking the fuck out. And remember like the first thing that they ask are like, what, like who's gonna save us now? Like um, what's happening? In our sequence now, a few episodes later in Appa's Lost Days, we see that even like in like the struggle in the process of like Appa being stolen, at one point he uh, he almost gets free and he like blows one of the um, one of their ships into a sand dune. Yeah. If you remember back to in the desert. They're wandering in the desert, you know, Katara's trying to keep stuff together, but nothing really happens until Toph kicks. There's a boat in the fucking sand dune. Now we know that Appa was the one who put that there. Appa still saved your ass. And I love this episode, like the last episode, we got to see something from, you know, um, from Momo's point of view and kind of get like, you know, some of, like, because... Momo and Appa aren't just, you know, um, animals in this. They are a part of Team Avatar very much mm-hmm. so, and their their feelings and their emotions matter. And so it's easy, it can be easy to forget that when most of, you know, the emphasis is on, you mm-hmm. know, Aang and Katara and, like, the group and what they're doing, where, like, you know, Appa sometimes can be just, you know, a vehicle to get from one place yeah. to another, right? So, um, and like you said, I mean, he's what bails them out, like, time after time, right, in, in every episode in every episode mm-hmm. but like still you know um getting an episode where we're centered on appa and we're centered on his experience and what happens to him and how and really um how he feels and how he's mm-hmm. feeling you know it's not just like oh somebody grabbed him or anything the episode does a really good job of focusing in on what like and his emotions and kind of like gives you like the context for you know the situation and how that can be seen by Appa right like for instance you know um even when he finds Suki later you know she finds him and you know he's lashing out at her he has been through fucking hell he looks like yeah he looks like shit he's covered in like twigs and mud and he's just like been actually terrorized and has a lot of trauma that he carries with him with fire like we're saying foreshadowing mm-hmm. and everything that's going to play in uh later but um, seeing, like, seeing that and seeing Appa try to, like, you know, you understand why he is there and why he's like that. And, you know, um, even though he knows Suki, right, because you've mm-hmm. gone through this experience with him, you know, through, like, Appa doesn't just have, like, one bat. He doesn't get, just get kidnapped once. Like, you know, I mean, it happens a lot. Like, he's, you yeah. know, he's a big old target because, um, <laughs> you know, he's one big two nobody's ever really seen a bison in like you know a hundred years right and so of course like people are wanting to capitalize on him and that's like the other thing that we're seeing is the um the forest objectification of appa right where he is a slave he is sold into slavery to perform for others right where he has no autonomy he can't even like you know they dress him up and like you know all of Mm. these like you know um and like makeup and like you know a little like i mean honestly which was a look and i was into the drag is great (laughs) the appa drag is actually really cute so adorbs um (laughs) 
<laughs> well, watching that scene with like Appa in the circus and like, uh, you know, this dude, you can tell he's doing his like well rehearsed thing. Like, I know you think you're all that and you've been out in the wild while well, you're here now and we're going to break you and stuff like that is and Appa is just like okay just keep looking that way and like finding ways to get his own fucking cabbage um it just made me think of like the whole philosophy of airbending like you know the bison were the original airbenders obviously like Appa is an abolitionist like you know Appa doesn't believe in this in cages Mm-hmm. Like he, like the bison taught the airbenders how to be free. Like you think this cage keeps him? Like he's still finding ways to feed himself. He's still connecting with other cute little boys that like he could have gone off and had a little adventure with him or something and ate his dad or something. <laughs> <laughs> like when we redo it, like that's going to be part of Appa's lost days. <laughs> yeah. Um, um and so it's just, it's very interesting as I, like I was just saying, it's just that like, it shows even more the philosophy of airbending that like, you can't even really like cage us. You can't break me. Like, what are you, you, you can't break the wind. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did it. It's true. Oh my God. You can't break the wind. <laughs> Is this the same circus that Tylee is a part of? I think, I think so. I think it is, I right? Think so. Yes. Because, so was... like, the ringleader, he's the same it's guy. The, same, yeah. the guy with, like, the white hair. I did um, peep that. And I mean, the whole sequence is super reminiscent of when Azula is, like, mm-hmm. burning Tylee on the tightrope. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we're getting this aerial shot of, like, Momo being like, I fucking hate this. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God. And Tylee's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop it. Like, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it was super reminiscent of that. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Could you imagine if the costume that they put on Appa was like a Tylee look? Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be so cute. Like, yeah. they were like, look, we lost our headliner. Yeah. We need it's like, something like just a pink, put on the same aesthetic. <laughs> a pink Lululemon two-piece. <laughs> He's so cute. With like his fur sticking up. Like cute, cute, cute. <laughs> it would be so cute. I oh would my pay God. to see that. I, mean, I know he did have yes. the cutest bed head. I mean, that was the most adorable yeah. thing. That was one of my oh, favorite moments. I did love the <sighs> bed head. Um. Oh, this this episode is just filled with so many good moments. Okay, so he escapes the circus but he still has the shackles and so like and for me when i'm watching this i'm thinking about like man like he could still fly but you could tell it's taking more out of him you know like imagine like having to walk a mile but your legs are bound Mm -hmm. and so you have to do like little hops (laughs) instead of walking normally that would exhaust you Mm -hmm. and this is essentially how Appa is traveling for a month you know uh, about there and And yeah just to think of how exhausting (sighs) and the trauma that comes with that level of exhaustion and fear and uncertainty and loneliness and anger. I mean, 
it literally i mean the next scene he flies back to the library and tries to dig it out like he yeah. try. he's um, like there's an assumption that like they're still here and they're under here and i have to get that yeah and it and, also shows how fucking smart he is yeah i mean a hundred percent but it, it like it reminds me of like those dogs who like come back to the house and like their owner passed or something and they're like something's different but like i know there's like lay on their owner's grave like i'm I'm waiting for them to i'm waiting for them to come back because i there's nothing else for me and it's just like instant tears i can't do it and yeah that's exactly what this is. He goes back to the spot and is like, yeah, like Aang he is here. They're digs, here. Where are like they? Like he would dig to like, Aang if he thought he was down there. There's these yeah. near misses I'm... too where he's like, you know, um, he hears yes. Aang and he just like, he hears Aang at like these mm-hmm. like certain moments and he's just like, I'm going to do it. And every time he like gets captured or something happens and he's mm-hmm. so close, you know, he hears the air bison yeah. whistle you know, in the desert. Yeah, and he and hears he it in, in Bossing Say. He hears it. He's, the little mushroom cloud the mushroom cl- that the Aang dream. makes. And we get to see it from both perspectives. We're like, no, he's like right there. The dream that and they you share. Know, like, like, in oh my, my God. In my rewatch, I was like, I wonder, like, so Appa is like north east of like where they are and like there's a part of me that wants to like go back and be like no Appa is actually so close Aang mm-hmm. you can see your mushroom cloud Keep going don't you give up go. go this direction we could we could have saved this whole month oh my god um uh, we get we get the dream connections oh. uh yeah like the dream also like Appa uh, goes to meet? like that same mound with those buzzard wasps he uh like he eats kisses the them off and ends up like smacking them down in the same way. Yeah. Aang smacks one of them down. Remember when he did it just out of anger? Mm-hmm. And it's just like they uh, I feel like the thesis comes at the end of the episode when he's talking to Guru, Guru Patik and he's like, you know, it's funny the invisible strings that connect us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, truly, like, how serendipitous is the connection of their journey? Like, he literally goes to the same cactus. He literally passes the same spot. Like, he is so, they're so in tune with each other's natural instinct that, like, they're, despite their lack of physical connection, they're going to follow the same path Yeah. um, in some way. Because it is, like, where do I go? I think I'll go this way. It's like, that's the way he went. Of course it is. Yeah. The yeah. line from, I mean, almost everything Guru Patik said was like really insightful. He, you know, is mm. like talking about the connection that they share and that they, you know, they share in each other's feelings, which, you know, seeing Aang for the last few episodes without uh, Appa, like they're both feeling the same way, you know, I'm sure there yeah. there is that like spiritual connection, right? And so as Aang is getting frustrated, like Appa is getting frustrated or as uh, Appa is getting just like, the shit beaten out of him you know like ang is like getting like he can feel that you know he feels this urgency yeah. like and everything that they have done you know since losing appa has been to try to find him you know and um and when guru Patik he says um you've been hurt betrayed like you're so twisted inside but you're still full of love fear moved in where trust should be like he's you know like i feel like that is really like the like you know we all go through that at some point, you know, we all get hurt. We all get betrayed. Like, but like, I mean, there's still so much to give, but it's hard, you know, it's hard to connect and you have Mm -hmm. to 
real like figure out how to do that because in this place where you know some of that love was fear is there you know and that's where you know like you know we were talking off pod about like capitalism and how that breaks down these like needs for community and um and you know like love and trust right and part of that i conversation i think really fits in well here because um because that's what capitalism does right it beats the shit out of us <laughs> and until like you know we're afraid of other people we're afraid to ask for help we're you know the even seeing a friendly face you know we will you know lash out at them you know before we even like say hello or hear what they have to say you know because we're in so much pain um and that's not how it should be and that's not what that's completely contradictory to what like you know the earth nation and you know like airbending i'm sorry earth nation uh the <laughs> air nation and uh, airbending and everything is all about right um so like appa having to go through that and to experience the absolute opposite of you know what he believes in and what he has grown up with i mean he has the Mm. dream about being a young baby and meeting ang for the first time which again fucking tears but like he's trying to remember (laughs) at like you know at the in these like darkest moments he's trying to remember like you know Mm. not everything is awful i just need to get to ang and everything will be okay like ang is as much appa's rock as appa is ang's rock Yeah. yeah oh my gosh um this episode is so good i even love like um so appa after like going from place to place being like kind of accosted in the middle of the night with people with like torches he like finds like this cave but then there's a giant i think they call them porcupines where it's like a a big scary boar which would like those alone in the real world Terra fucking fying <laughs> and the and fact that this has porcupine spines porcupine spines um and appa has this epic fight with it um tosses like yeets that fucking thing <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> just out of out of the, space. the forest <laughs> yeah <laughs> And I and like that that particular move. That's also something I just really identified with Appa because Appa is just like I am so fucking tired. <laughs> I want to sleep. Like, bitch, I'm higher on the food chain. Leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just oh like, my god toss as far as he could toss it because he was just fucking tired. Like mm-hmm. I've had a fucking so day. Leave me alone. Leave me the fuck alone. (laughs) Oh my god. Anybody can have any of these six hands. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm done. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it it is, it's also just so sad watching. (sighs) He, he like, Momo just becomes this dilapidated, Uh, like, debilitated. Wait, did I say Momo? Yeah. Oh, I think you said it a few times. Have I? Oh my god, yeah. I keep doing that. Appa becomes this sort of debilitated, like absolutely exhausted, desperate, yeah. desperate person. Like it's just and they're at their end. Like they don't like yeah, how do you like, move forward and where do you go? Sequence when like after the fight he's 
he's injured he still has the shackles and he just finds this like cave and they show this like kind of passage of time montage that is just appa like you know maybe shifting a little i bet he wasn't eating mm -hmm. in that time that was essentially like i give up i can't do it and like because it happens to appa right appa is a symbol of just like he he holds the group together right he's safety he is everything for the yeah. group so the group losing him was obviously like devastating and we see the ways in which How that affected him right but like not even just as like transportation or like you know as that but like just appa is a genuinely good and caring person who literally mm. has the most fucking strength like he sneezed and like destroyed a boat right like just yeah. like, he <laughs> has to be so intentional yeah. with all of his movements and so gentle to be like yeah cool like i'm going to put my paw on you or something right because yeah. like and people Giant and things will come at him animal. and he'll just like brush them off like they're fucking nothing because well, he's also, just yeah. that big but like to be it that emotional rock to be that that to take him down yeah to be that that emotional rock to be that you know um that um like physical like safety all of that and to be just such a good person to where he recognizes that and he's just like hey, I'm going to be gentle and I'm kind and I trust everybody, you know, because Aang says you're cool, we're cool. But, you know, yeah. like he's he's just really kind, right? And then to I see mean... him get broken down this way and get fucking broken and to see like him go from this like paragon of good to like, you mm. know, having this like um, having that fear change him and see the way that it changes his yeah. physical, like his physical appearance, the way that he treats others, you know, like we're all like capable of getting there and i know i've been mm. there multiple times in my it's, life right we yeah we can, sometimes it can life to will anybody. just beat the hell out of you yeah like ask cora <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It makes it worse too because I feel like Momo's like the big strong Appa. mommy of the group. Or, this, I keep saying Momo. <laughs> I feel like Appa is like the big strong mommy of the group. Like, yeah, carries everyone from place to place. Is the safe haven like for bigger creatures? Like, takes them out, no problem. Yeah. And as like, we're no watching one can this, come at them with a bigger creature because yes. Appa's like, fuck you. And so for us, it's like watching. Like, not only is everyone lost mm. without appa mm -hmm. i don't know why my brain keeps doing this <laughs> but without appa they're they're so lost but it's also like for us it's like watching the like like you said you used the word paragon which i love it's like mm -hmm. the, the, the the like the matriarch of like a of like a family yes. being pulled down like the strongest emblem yes. of strength of resilience of confidence and of compassion mm -hmm. you're watching as all of that gets stripped away yeah. in a way that you never you never thought you'd see like yeah and there was no what? possible way for this for some asshole kid who just like thought like oh there's some money in that definitely mm -hmm. like the just like, it, it makes it even another worse. reminder of like oh yeah we wouldn't no one would have mourned you if the avatar murdered you over this 
Literally. Yeah. If he no one. If your dad would have been like, you know what? (laughs) I should have raised him better than that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's also just like the carelessness of the action itself is what makes it even harder. It's like this one small decision. How much it's trickled into this that, you completely know, dystopic nightmare. The dude who did it. Yeah, he's like, gonna forget he was like, about it. I didn't it. know it was the avatars. It didn't, like, yeah, it didn't matter. And he wasn't even apologetic when he found out, like, hey, the person that's no. going to save the world, um, you just fucked him over real bad. He never once apologized. Yeah. He never felt remorse. He was just like, oh no, I'm gonna get in trouble. No. His and thoughts even, were still yeah, about like, himself. Like, I bet. Like Capitalism. maybe Appa is kind of like <laughs> yeah. that, like one elephant. I, Appa might have found that dude later. <laughs> I hope so. Like, literally, him the fuck up. Add this that to our list. That story was of... so. Like I know. Someone that, like... needs to write like oh a short God. story of Appa going back and murdering <sighs> that guy and then coming to his funeral. <laughs> I know. And destroying like... the place. There's a and, level like, stepping of on his maybe hunting down yeah. his family. <laughs> I am like <laughs> elephants are so cool. <laughs> so and cool. it's just like what obviously like corpse destruction is like really gross and bad. But um when like a really cool animal does it for but, <laughs> Yeah, but also like as like a like you literally tried to kill my children. You literally tried to sell my children into slavery. Like you Like this is law of the jungle, baby. Like <laughs> And I'm not going to forget your fucking face even when you die, you absolute monster. I will no. never forget. I saw some bit that oh someone God. was like, and that elephant so was good. like, no, I smell that bitch. Like, it's still around. She's around. She's around. I smell. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. Elephants are amazing. Like, so oh, my God. Yeah. I just, and I so, can't like, even. I, I would totally watch the short yeah. of Alpha. Tracking that man down. Oh man! And he's like him. <laughs> he's like in his bunk, and it like rack focuses to like uh, Appa's eyes in the bush, just like <laughs> in and the like, middle of the night. He tries to get away, and you just like see like Appa like booming up well, over like, like a mountain or something, um, like fucking and, like, Jeepers. Oh out. my god! It's like Jeepers Creepers when they're like running, and like you see the shadow from the moonlight, like yes. <laughs> Like across them as you're looking down, like wait, where is it? Oh no! And it's like, <laughs> Appa just like, Appa. <laughs> I okay, yes, I would watch a whole horror movie about so, it. <laughs> so cool. I feel like we need to have like a separate list um, available to our listeners. So here are our fan fiction requests. Um, yeah. <laughs> on top of like um, the George, what would you like have? us to wildly <laughs> imagine? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my that god. That would be that's... cool. Like <laughs> That is so funny. Yes. Um uh yeah, and so it's so it's such like they really take this episode to this point where you're like, I really can't take this anymore. I yeah. can't see up in any more pain. I can't do it. Like we're all gonna expire. Um, yeah. And like that's when Suki finds him, and it's like, oh my god, thank God! 
Mm -hmm. um and like and the very quick transition they do where they show like they got all of the shackles and all the things out and cleaned him and like pet him and like instantly you can just see all of like the tension he was holding he's like releasing now they give him like that cute little like puppy like tongue sticking out Yeah. But like and they I'm also like, oh God, took their time God. with that too. It wasn't just like, "Hey, we're yeah. here, we're gonna do that." It's like, Suki mm. was so good at realizing, like, "Oh, you've been through something. I'm here to help you. I'm going to be back." And like yeah. when she came back, it was out of kindness and love, and it was warm and gentle. And you know, um, it wasn't just that Appa was a scared animal or whatever, right? Like yeah. she she saw him as an important part of yeah. team avatar as a and person it was still very much first. like yeah. this is a warrior's mission like as warriors we must care for this animal bitch throws down one for of him the most important. yeah like she is like i'm we're gonna help you me and my girls we're here we've seen ing he's out there he's looking for you he <sighs> knows azula shows up and she's like get the fuck out of here don't worry about us we got mm. this like you know go get yeah. your boy we she's so we smart like she's aware of like everything like sugi is amazing she's incredible also, i can't the wait way, to talk more about sugi <laughs> the way she talks about uh appa to her friends too they're like mm-hmm. like why what are we even doing here and she's like you have no idea just trust me this is yeah. very serious this we have to give this our most yes mm-hmm. as as the most attention we can and they, possibly give to this we have and to. then they're like oh cool a hundred percent like they know her they trust her they know that she wouldn't do something mm. if it, or place that importance on it if it wasn't actually important right so they're like cool a hundred percent to the point to where they are willing to battle the princess of the fire nation who like is going to yeah. shoot lightning at them like yeah without Wild. like without being like yeah no bye Honestly. here he is <laughs> you know Like, if I could have a wish, I would wish for, like, extended fight between the Kyoshi Warriors and, like, you know, the Fearsome Threesome. Like, that is a fight I would like to watch, like, a full imagining of. Yeah. Because, like, the little bit that they gave us was good as fuck. And I just imagine that given more space more time they could have thought of more ways that suki and them could have still fought them off like um azula and her crew like disarmed them pretty quickly i i kind of like take that up to like you know they were ambushed Mm -hmm. because they were in the middle of helping appa when these girls came up um but yeah i would like to see even playing ground kiyoshi warriors versus azula and her girls that's a fight i want to see yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, that'd be sick there were also some cute moments in that fight where like there's the joke about fangirls and Mm -hmm. uh like because azula made this joke about like ha 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 fangirls and ty Mm -hmm. lee had to be like oh my god you're so funny that's so good oh my like it let it sit for like this weird awkward moment and it was like oh yeah you're so funny this is so good oh my god ha 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 fangirls (laughs) (laughs) i thought that was fun uh there was also a line that um was um a little bit off from tylee and maybe it's because she felt like oh maybe azula is gonna be into them i don't know but where she's like 
you're not prettier than we are. Like, wait, yeah. nobody said anything about your looks. Also, like, that doesn't, like, you're all great warriors. I don't know. Maybe it came from intimidation, but I it thought that that was, like, like a weird such line. Such a throwaway. Yeah. I was like, it was weird. Yeah. I feel like maybe I can imagine a context where it would work in that, especially if, it, if she was just being fully jokey about it. Like, uh you think you're so cute. You're not prettier than us. Yeah, but that bam, wasn't bam, the context. Bam. And I'm like, you know? ah. yeah. Like, again, we're talking, why about prettiness? It, it why not about skill? It should have been more of a joke. Insta- yeah. But the, instead they made her say it like she was really earnest about it. You're not prettier than us. And it's like. <laughs> oh, wait, we have to remember okay. that girls are fighting here and it's girls and girls are like, yeah. you know, they hate yeah. each other. So. <laughs> they have to rag on each other's clothes and stuff. Yeah. And it's like so later they, they talk about like their makeup and I'm just like, I mean, warriors makeup, mm-hmm. but okay. You know. But even still, it's still yeah. like a present point of conversation, like intentionally like, yeah. oh, it's all girls. Ooh, what are we going to do about this? Of like, course they talk about that. Like it could have worked. They didn't present it the right way. No. I'd like to see it done justice and longer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like make um, Tylee real quippy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but smart, like not too much. Mm-hmm. And it would work. Yeah. I think so. Especially really if they leaned into her deep abiding love for Azula, no matter what. Like Azula says something and it is the funniest thing she's ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> right um oh my god yeah i wish we got more of that um also that's where azula realizes that op is afraid of fire file that away for later um the after seeing appa go through so fucking much in this episode and like seeing her smile when she finds that i'm like fuck you azula (laughs) like he's been through enough leave him alone she's such a good villain like she's so insidious and terrifying I wonder, they have to be in, like, uh, intersecting with the Kyoshi warriors after they were defeated by Aang with the drill. Like, oh, it yeah. has to be after the drill. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just, like, I just think it's kind of funny. Like, yeah, of course they're all snarky. They just lost. <laughs> they lost badly yeah too. they lost badly and publicly so like i feel like maybe they be, were all just a little, little snippy it had to yeah, be like yeah. just after right because like yeah when uh you know after ang like defeats it and then he like gets taken into like the inner circles or whatever like that's kind of when you know we see the footprint oh man yeah it's like a couple days after ang gets to the yeah. ring I also think. it really makes me think I honestly think Alpha actually gets to um, Bossing Say in like their timeline around the same time as Tales of Bossing Say. Yes, because, because his footprint. footprint is still there in Momo's um, story. Mm-hmm. So I really think like yeah, like that whole month he was not in Bossing Say and he had just gotten there. Yeah, literally last episode. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense time wise. They're they're con- they're constantly just missing each other. Like yeah. obviously, there's a long period where they're like, 
mm-hmm. not whatever, but they end up in Bossing Say at nearly the same time. Yeah, I was like, like cuz in like that timeline, like after Momo's story, like that next day kind of um that's when they're sending like the flyers out and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. like and finally not caring about the rules anymore and searching for him. Yeah. So it's like they they just miss each other again. Again. Yeah. Ugh. And even though this is like a really absolutely truly heartbreaking story, like I definitely mm. cried a few times. I did like that there was some hope in it in terms of like obviously like they are now in the same city. They are now right there with each other. Yeah. And and yeah. we know that there's going so to be a resolution yet, so soon. So far still. But also, you know, through, you know, seeing Appa go through all of these his these trials and tribulations over the past month, feeling so lost and alone to where, you know, going through like all of the stages of grief where he's fucking angry, where he's desperate, like seeing Appa cry while he's digging at the castle, right? Like trying to, yeah. to find them. Um, then seeing him like, you know, um, just eventually just give up. Um, and then yeah. having like, you know, seeing like him come back out of a shell, right? Like mm. with the community that he's been around, that's like, you know, kind of built him up, right? He, um, he doesn't just stay in this traumatized space. Sure. That's always going to be a part of him and his journey moving forward, but he's mm-hmm. also able to, you know, heal a little bit from that. And that healing comes from learning to uh, trust, and you know, the right yeah. people and, and protect himself, but also not be afraid to, like, open himself up to others. That's how he gets to, you know, be so close to where Aang is. You know, that's what's going to um, propel him to move forward. Because otherwise, I mean, like, he was just going to sit there in that cave and die, you know? Yeah. yeah. But so it is like a story of healing. And even though it's like not a hundred percent healed and he's not like, you know, like, Oh, look at me. I'm off a, like, it's a lot of growth and it's a lot of real growth, I think, because, you know, um, um, I don't know. I just, I think it's really good. It's really smart. And we just, we see what that healing looks like and that it's not linear and that it's not like, you know, um, it's not, um, one day everything is healed, you know, it takes time. Or being helped by just one person or just in one instance. Um, And ultimately, like, as devastating as Appa's Lost Days were, they still pushed the plot forward. Because Mm -hmm. in searching for Aang, he uh, decides to go to all the air temples where he finds Guru Patik. Mm -hmm. and Guru Pratik is able to, like, send a note to Aang. And, like, Guru Pratik has been there for, like, a long time. (laughs) We don't even know, like, when he went to that temple to wait for Aang. And literally, like, what would have happened if Appa didn't just show up one day? Right. And he was like, not how I expected it. But cool, this is finally happening. I mean, also, yeah. how like how much patience does this person have for one oh. to be living alone in this air temple? You know, being like, I had a vision. Yeah. I know that I'm supposed to meet Aang and I'm supposed to help. And then to like, you know, um, like so, fuck, 
like years we don't even know how long this guy has been there yeah. right and then oh like God, to I'm have so the patience excited. he does with um with appa right where he appa yeah. shows up and he's like angry and stuff and he's like okay i know that you didn't expect me i know that you probably expected cool, him cool, cool. but like you know and like appa's like hur, 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 and he's just like yeah okay i'm just gonna lay here i'm gonna lay here and not do anything and let you just yeah. feel all of your feelings feel all of your anger do all of that and you know what when you've like ex when you've let all that out i'm gonna be here and like you know every once in a while just opens the eye and see like oh nope still angry okay <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> but like to have I that love it so much it, like it was it was really good um and you know yeah. that's what people need right when they're when they're going through like going through it you know and you're in it with them you gotta just you know be patient let them feel it out that's mm -hmm. part of being a friend and even without knowing appa he's willing to be the friend that appa needs yeah it's uh yeah. it's so beautiful and like once appa finally like passes out from just being exhausted at being angry he like gives him some food um and then later when appa wakes up he has to go find him <laughs> mm -hmm. uh and so it's just there, there's something about just like the flow of the energy and how he understood that like, yes, I'm here to help you, but also you need to come to me freely. I'm not going to force anything on you because you've had a whole entire month of people forcing a lot of things on you. And I, I'm not about to do that. Um, it's also really cute that like when Appa comes to um, see him and has the cute bedhead, like Patik is literally out there like, you know, Cinderella-ing it up <laughs> with like... <laughs> All the forest creatures. <laughs> oh, man. I love that. I love this for Appa. I know, like, this is exactly yeah. what he needed. And it's just so yeah, like, sweet to see him. Like All the other animals are like, no, seriously, he's cool. We chill with him all the time. He respects our space. <laughs> like, we're just all part of the ecology here, man. Like, welcome. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah and then just Appa like he talks to him and makes him feel seen and just like he's so good I'm so glad that yeah. Appa had that at the end of this absolute terrible journey even though he gets captured again yeah. he has this moment to yeah. recollect and reconnect himself you know with who yeah. he is also like Guru Patik, Guru Patik does some like spiritual connection thing where he gives Appa a vision of like where he needs to go. And so like that's what tells Appa to go to Ba Sing Se. Mm -hmm. And somehow Appa like knows how to get there too. Like I'm like tripping over just like the the like celestial knowledge of it all. Mm -hmm. The connectedness. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even though he does get captured in the end, at least from a story perspective, they're really mm. good about like giving us some semblance of hope with that footprint. Like we've already seen Momo sleeping in Appa's footprint. Yeah. And now we see when that happened, which yeah, was arguably hours before. Too... Yeah. It couldn't like, have been too it's... long before that. And so because there is an understanding that like, it is very recent. They are very close. It's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously we get more information on the next episode, but at least at this point in time, there is an understanding that like not all hope is lost. Yeah. Which yeah. is huge given 
the beginning of the episode where it really does seem like there is no hope. We've seen yeah. one perspective. We're seeing this other perspective. They're fucked. And are they going to find each other? And we get a glimpse. Every episode since the the library, right? Like every <laughs> episode has just felt, you know, totally like, like maybe there's hope. Maybe. Man. But this one is the one that ends with like real hope. And you're like, okay, like cool. Because it does feel like fucking Ooh, office just yes, gone. Who I really needed that. Yeah. Really yeah. needed it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. What a sad episode. Yeah, but good as hell. It's a good. Mm-hmm. It's a good episode. The next episode too yeah. also I mean like there's a lot of sadness in Through season the end two. of this season, man. Yeah. Some mm. of the best content. Yeah. I can't wait. It's, I'm so yeah. fucking excited. I gotta decide. I think I wanna be like super fucking high for when we're talking about um <laughs> <laughs> like the crossroads of destiny and oh, um, yeah. the guru they're my favorite episodes i've watched them many many times in order to spiritually deal with myself i'm so fucking excited for it yeah it's gonna be gorgeous yeah oh my god and we're getting so close to the end like we're it's just uh it's good i love this show yes. i love doing yeah. this is a treat <laughs> yeah um okay well Thank you yeah. all so much again for another gorgeous little episode of the Momos and the Appas. Music and editing by Eric Lefebvre. Artwork by David Tercero. Do not forget to rate and review us wherever you get your podcast because it really helps us and we love you for it. Mwah. Yes. And remember, even when like he's not even in the episode, Uncle Iroh <laughs> was a war criminal. He was. Always is, always will be. Was he in the He was. He did. He saw Appa fly yeah, over. Yeah, he saw like, Appa oh, fly over. Not going to mention That's this, right. Zuko. No way. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> For like a single set, yeah. I was like, is my psycho nephew asleep? Yes. <laughs> and you know God. what? In in that one second of screen time, he was hot as hell. Hot Bye. As Bye. Hot. This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit thenostalgianetwork.com for more. You enter the dungeon and see the evil wizard pointing his wand directly at you. He says, show me a funny and delightful actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast or I'll consume your souls. What do you do? I take out my phone and find Quest Friends Forever on Spotify. I show him how to find Quest Friends Forever on Apple Podcasts. I share the Quest Friends Forever Instagram and YouTube pages with him. And you all get critical hits! Yay! Quest Friends Forever is an actual play podcast starring four friends with varying levels of Dungeons & Dragons experience. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday as we embark on fantasy adventures, play fast and loose with the rules, and laugh at each other's shenanigans. No prior D&D knowledge is required to listen, so everyone can feel free to join the fun. Quest Friends 4, that's the number four, like how there's four of us, ever. Find us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's Quest Friends Forever.